Right now in the studio, we have Rail Coping. Now, Rail Coping is an expert on everything that you put into your body. Well, everything legal that you put into your body. <laughs> yeah, thanks for qualifying that, <laughs> Anne. Thank you. <laughs> That's a disclaimer. Uh, yeah. And so Rail has, has agreed to come in and let me grill him a little bit about uh, collagen. Yeah. And uh, bone density. And, and basically... You know, I don't like to say anti-aging because I'm not against aging. Mm. I'm all for aging because, as my mother used to say, if you're aging, you're alive. Quite right. Because you can only get older if you're alive, mm-hmm. right? So so I'm all for it. But what I don't want to do, and PJ and I were having a little chat about this um, before the show started, is I don't want to get old Badly, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't want to be too creaky and too. Sure. It's about quality of life, eh? Thank you. That's mm. it. It's about quality of life. Mm. So, Rail, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Why are you an expert that the listeners <laughs> should trust? <laughs> you said that. <laughs> okay, but I am a registered dietitian, and I do have an interest in all of the things that you've been talking about now. So, generally, ranging from um, a metabolic syndrome, which is those conditions which which ultimately lead to um, diabetes, heart disease, and stroke, to the process, as you've described it, of of longevity. I don't mind saying the word. We all want to live longer. We want to have good quality of life. And Mm. I think we're starting to understand at a much deeper level how nutrition is actually going to extend us our life and allow us to have you know, better, a better um, mm-hmm. years and quality of mm-hmm. those years. So it's a very exciting um, topic to talk about, and I think we're getting a lot of breakthroughs at the moment. So there's lots of buzzwords going around, and uh, collagen is one of them. So I think it's it's a really exciting topic mm-hmm. for tonight, and one that I'm very keen to to chat about. So th- that also, let me just jump in and say to the listeners, that's your invitation. Call him. He's, he's sitting right <laughs> here. You've got, you've got Call him. him and chat. Call him and just mm-hmm. ask your question. 021-446-0567 or SMS 31567, WhatsApp 072-567-1567. You can also tweet at Cape Talk. Um, but yeah, so the thing is, because as you say, it, I don't like to say anti-aging because I am not anti-aging. Hmm. I'm pro-aging, sure. but I'm pro-aging well. Yeah. So as you say, that's that's perfect longevity, hmm. you know, um, because we are living longer. And this is another conversation that I was having. Clearly, I talk a lot, which is probably why I'm on the radio. <laughs> um, but this conversation I was having was I read this article and it's the third or fourth one I've read in the last two months, uh, which is about the um, the pensions industry being yeah. turned on its head because we yeah, are living, living longer. much longer than we were ever supposed to. So we're living honest. beyond our pensions, yeah, yeah. and they need to rethink how they do it and, and how it's going to work because obviously also now your pensions are attached to certain markets because it's mm. all invested, mm. and the markets are all in a tizzy, and I'm like, mm, <laughs> I'm back to putting the money under my mattress. Uh, but be that as it may, yeah. the point is we are living longer, yeah. and we want to be healthier. Now, one of the reasons I picked up on collagen, which, as you said, is a buzzword, which I hadn't realized, Mm. uh, but it's interesting because, I mean, you're on the inside of the industry, so you know exactly what's happening and what's topical and also what's myth. Yes. So so I'm hoping that you can debunk some of the myths for us. Mm. But where it comes on, um, where I picked up on the collagen is, besides the fact of with aging, collagen is apparently very good for your skin. Um, because one of the things with getting older is, is sagging skin because apparently your body produces less collagen. So then you the tightness of your skin yeah. is not what it used to be. But the thing for me is because we have 
knee problems in my family. Yeah. And I don't have them yet, but I was thinking, okay, so I need collagen for my joints. Mm. So do I? Don't I? Because you're here now and you're the expert. Okay, well, I'm flagging that question. So the first thing is, what is collagen? I think a lot of the listeners maybe have have heard this word now for the first time, um, and we will all be quite familiar with it. So collagen is a rope-like protein. It's a structural protein, and it's very, very common in our body. So of the structural proteins, probably about 80% of it is made out of collagen. So imagine just a thick woven protein rope. And where will we find that? In the bones in the skin, in the connective tissue. So it's all those hard, stretchy kind of things. Uh, tanned leather is going to be largely collagen. So your belt, your bag, etc., that is going to be mostly made out of collagen fibers. When we boil those tissues, like you'll know if you've boiled uh, pig trotters, etc., you can actually break that structure down. And what are you left with? Gelatine. So gelatine is broken down collagen fibers. Now those gelatine fibers are very long woven ropes. We can imagine it like, like, um, you know, if a girl has, has plaits, has braids, those long, long plaited braids, that's what gelatine would look like if we put it under a microscope. Now we're talking about hydrolyzed collagen, which means they've taken those long, long ropes of the woven collagen and they've broken it down into smaller fragments. You can either do that mechanically or through heat treatment, but the way they mostly do it nowadays is by putting, um, different enzymes onto it, uh, which are basically meat tenderizers. So there's all sorts of exotic names for it, but they basically treat these things with different meat tenderizers, which chops it up into smaller little units, and it changes the property. So it dissolves very easily in water, usually doesn't have a taste, and it gets absorbed into the body um, very easily. In terms of the commercial products, it's mostly coming from uh, pig skin, beef skin, fish scales, and jellyfish. So Perhaps not the beef skin so much, but the others have been typically waste products of our food production line. And now these are finding new, they're being repurposed with mm-hmm. all sorts of different mm-hmm. um, benefits. And it's really quite amazing because when you first think about it, eating jelly basically, we've been eating jelly for hundreds of years. And, and I must say, thinking back early in my career, I came across a guy at one, one of the um, symposia I did at Saw Elbows. And uh, he said he was taking jelly. It made sense for him to take jelly to heal his elbows. And everyone was laughing at him, myself included. And I think if I <laughs> ever take right. him down, <laughs> I think I might have to apologize. But, you know, the thing is, um, you can. And also the bone broths, etc. that's very, very fashionable as one, that, which is just longer length um, collagen chains with all sorts of claims being made around it. But we're talking now specifically um, about this this broken down um, collagen, the hydrolyzed collagen uh, fibers. And the first question is, you know, we eat protein, we know our body's so good at breaking the protein down. Does it mean just because we find it in our bones and in our joints, therefore if we eat it, it mm, finds its way back into our body? Go in there, yeah, yeah. Because it's a bit of a crazy thought, it could yeah. go anywhere in the body. So there have been a lot of um, studies done where they radio label this hydrolyzed collagen. And they do find, in fact, it's well absorbed by the gut in its complete form. And a lot of it does wind its way straight back into those um, specific areas we're talking about. It in the skin and cartilage tissue, and it accumulates there so in the connective of, tissue. Okay, goes from an area of low density to an area of high density. Yeah, yeah, finds where it's supposed to be. Yeah. Like, okay. So it acts as physically, it acts as a raw material to rebuild those tissues, but it also seems to have a regulatory effect. So it causes the bones in that area to start. Um, differentiating more chondrocytes, which are the little, little cells that, um, that give the bone its specific, um, characteristics and also causes them to produce more collagen. So as you were saying earlier, mm. as we get older, 
ourselves typically stop producing as much collagen, the skin starts to sag and we get various other other uh, associated issues. But if you're taking this um, this hydrolyzed collagen, it seems to revitalize that bone tissue. Now, I've just got to quickly qualify all of these things. It's It's still an area very early mm. in the study. So the studies I'm talking about today are brilliant and they are um, – Peer reviewed mm-hmm. and but it's not hundred percent confirmed yet because no. I hear you saying seems to. I'm just saying that the studies at the moment are still a little bit sparse mm-hmm. and they are still quite small in size. But the the results that's coming through is very promising. But there are those people, specifically the more cynical amongst us, who want to see much larger scale studies and much more done before they will vouch by it. But if you're an early adopter, if you're someone who gets excited about whatever's trendy and new, then I certainly would be excited mm-hmm. about collagen as a product. And I think I don't think it's a fad. I think it's going to mm-hmm. be here for a long time to come. So, so if, for example, like I was saying, we have um, problems with our knees, right? Mm. But well, my dad was a runner, yeah, and I was a runner. Yeah, uh, my sister played rugby. So, oh. you know, mm-hmm. so uh, we've got that kind of history. I also played softball. Okay. And I uh, swam. So, um, and you know, especially with, with uh, running, mm. you, your joints take a bit of a pounding, especially depending on the surfaces that you run yes, on. Yes, yes, So, if I'm having a niggle in one of my knees mm. and I start taking collagen regularly, would that help me? Well, I've got a study here relating to osteoarthritis. And that is the most common form of arthritis, and it's the major cause of mobility disability amongst elderly people in the world. So that is… Oh, now I'm elderly. (laughs) (laughs) But maybe you're just an early starter. But it's wherever you get those articulated um, joints where where it has to be… So an articulated joint, sorry, would be a knee, an elbow, an ankle, Wherever there's movement, and and where you're going to find is that cartilage which forms that that's almost smooth surface between the two joints. It's called articular cartilage, and it's made up of largely collagen fibers, and they are linked to things called proteoglycans. It's proteins and sugars which just, which just bind a certain amount of water in it, keeping it nice and smooth like that. So that is what's going to be the major cause of the kind of niggles mm-hmm. that you're talking about now, osteoarthritis, and it is a collagen-related um, problem. So it's a chronic progressive degenerative disorder. It involves painful inflammation and changes to the bone structure itself and to the cartilage that cushions the joint. Yeah, right. so that's that's basically what we're talking about. So I've got one nice study here, and basically the, the premise was that we all, we've known for a long time that that hydrolyzed um, collagen can cause anti-inflammatory and analgesic properties. So in other words, it can reduce the pain and discomfort in the mm-hmm. joint. But the question is, can it actually cause regeneration of the joint? Can exactly, it can reverse the condition. Quite right. So we've got a study here done quite recently, 2014. It was published on 30 subjects. So not huge. And these people were aged 30 to 65 with this um, osteoarthritis. And they took a very small dose per day, 5 grams twice a day, which is 2 teaspoons a day, basically. So it's not a big dose uh, product. Now, is this, sorry, is this a liquid or a solid? This is a powder. This is in a powder form. So okay. you can add it to milk or to water. It disperses quite easily. Now, the very Because I've also, thing, I'm so sorry to interrupt, but I've also, I was also reading that apparently uh, collagen in a liquid form mm-hmm. is better 
than collagen in a powder form. You know, it's a product that can. And I mean, can, I don't know. So it, it can be a very technical product. You know, the, you know, we're talking collagen as one term. You can mm-hmm. get many, many different variants of it. It comes in different sheet uh, formations, and you can really make it a very specialized product. But what I'm talking about here now is just your general run-of-the-mill, off-the-shelf type collagen product. Okay. So especially if you're talking dermatologically or uh-huh. otherwise, you can get very specialized um, collagens. But I'm just talking the general mm-hmm. bovine or, or, or porcine um, collagen now. So when I buy, sorry, when mm-hmm. I buy a Solga collagen capsule off the shelf, mm. um, you're making me think now because I don't read the label to see how do I know if it's bovine or whatever. Yeah, that's a very good point. Some of them do say, some of them don't say. So, I mean, that's a very, a very good point. Uh-huh. And, and again, coming back to the consumer, um, very often they won't know. But I think by and large, the, the most common ones are the, um, Beef and the pork in this in this mm-hmm. market, and the beef ones I've seen are labelled as such. Often they're halal and and yeah, kosher. Cause I, yeah, because that's what I'd have to check. Because I mean, I do keep a halal slash kosher kitchen, and I myself I don't eat any yeah. pork products. And any of my our Muslim listeners, yeah. I mean, they might also be going, "Oh, wait, wait, I can't eat that." I think if you're alert to it and you look at the labels carefully, certain of them will be well, labelled. Okay. Um, will be labelled that way. But most of what we're doing at the moment is, I think, beef. If you go and look at at Japan, they're doing a lot of Jellyfish, very interesting. Wow. But that's got very specific properties, including um, lowering your, your your blood pressure. So it's a very interesting product. And the fish collagen seems to be more focused on your skin dermatological um, products. But I'm I'm saying that's a, a little bit unqualified for me to speak because, like I said, it becomes very complicated. But we're just talking now about Gewone, uh pig and cow collagen now, which were both tested in the study, both found to be very effective. Now the people on the study. Um, had a, on average a 63% reduction in symptoms and improvement in functionality. 80% of the people on the study responded positively with a 63% improvement. Now, if we compare that to something that we're more familiar with, like the chondroitin, we all know mm-hmm. that chondroitin, in similar studies, you'll only get about a 40%. Um, and, and so these are people with osteoarthritis. Quite right. Quite right. Wow. So it's, it's quite a, it's quite a, pronounced uh, um, improvement amongst most of the people using the product. So I was very impressed with that and uh, it does seem to reverse actually mm-hmm. at, at the um, cellular level it does seem to reverse the whole damage mm-hmm. and or aging process which which uh, led to the damage in the first place. So I think that's very encouraging. Am I saying it's going to work? Definitely. No. Clearly for some people it's not going to work at all. But is it worth a shot? Yes. In fact, I bought some myself to give it a try. So I think definitely it's something to look at if you if you have um, mm-hmm. osteoarthritis. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you've got to talk to your doctor first and get all the usual um, clearances yeah. and checks that there's nothing to worry about. But I would certainly say there's currently evidence to suggest that it does work in that condition. Okay. So um, I'm sorry, we're mm. going to have to wrap it up. And I think <gasps> when you come back, oh. we're going to have to give you more time because <laughs> – do you, we've we've been to chatting for 15 minutes. Oh, my goodness. So I think we need to chat for 20 minutes. Okay. Um, but just to any listener who's also thinking, because as you said, you're also going to experiment mm. now, what should they try? What well, should they look for? Should they just go and find anything off the shelf? Or are there any particular brands, two or three, that you know to be, like, really good? No, I don't know any specific brands. But I think, generally speaking, what I've seen in the market is they are recommending the kind of dosages that, that I'm seeing in the literature. So it's usually uh, a, a two teaspoon measures per day. And I haven't seen anything which is which has looked unethical or, or uh, too sketchy. So I would be quite confident in the products that I've seen in the market so far. I haven't seen anything I would... I would avoid or anything I could 
recommend above anything else, you know. But uh, yeah, those okay, two teaspoons brilliant. a day. So we're going to have you back, not Friday coming, the next Friday. Okay. And then you'll tell us how your experiment is going. Okay. Because you should be able to feel some effect after two weeks of consistent mm. uh, intake. And um, also, just uh, um, um, I want to pick up on you said the fish one is more for the skin. Yeah. So it's interesting to me that certain collagens offer certain things. Yeah. So we'll pick up on that. Okay, great. Thank